When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Welcome to Star Wars and Scotch. It's the, the hey. podcast on the Rare Drop Network where we talk about Star Wars. I'm Kevin. He's Tim. That's me. Uh, if you guys want to win a PS5, you should enter the giveaway that we're doing right now for uh, for that. What is it? Loot Command? I don't know what the command a is. PlayStation 5. Oh, wow. Oh, man. it's it's. We just gave away an Xbox Series. We, did. we gave away an Xbox Series X. Yeah, and, and the, the people that got it we're very happy hopefully i don't know if they got it yet actually i delivered it or i didn't deliver it i sent it wow, out man, what a what a white glove surface we have here yeah i drove to the leave. midwest to drop us <laughs> weird in the middle of a pandemic uh but welcome to star wars and sketch um so right out of the gate tim um m count m count let's dude. just get it out of the way tim you, you will enjoy the rest of the episode if you just face this now and then move forward i thought we were done with his bullshit are you mad at Dave? Yeah, I really am because I really thought we would we'd let that die in episode one, mm-hmm. and and here we are, uh, the Empire sucking the M counts out of out of Force users. Dude, M counting like it's as soon as I heard as soon as I heard M count, I said, "Oh God." <laughs> um, I was uh, I I really thought Medichlorians was over with, and it's crazy too because I made a tweet. Made a tweet, and a lot of people were like, "What do you have against Medichlorians?" And I'm just like, "I wish I could go back to the. I wish I could go back to the episode where I looked at the Medichlorian list. Yep, where it says that Princess Leia has a higher Medichlorian count than Qui Gon Jinn or Obi Wan Kenobi, and that pisses me off so much. Why? Because the M the M count like the Medichlorian count like it, it directly correlates to the user's ability to attune to the Force." Like that that is what they are. They are symbiotic life forms. So these these aren't even something that you're like in theory, like it's it's an it's a an external biological organism that is living in your body that is you are you are harmoniously living together. And these things, these organisms allow you to essentially they're like tuning forks. They essentially they allow you to connect with the force. And the, the higher your M count 
the stronger the ability is for you to do that. And so I, I just, I have a hard time with the, with the, the, the correlation of M count to overall power level in start in the Star Wars universe. Cause that's, cause that's all that is. It's just like you, it, your M count dictates how strong you are of a force user. And so it's like, I have a hard time, but, and I, and I, and I hate that because then that means like a child is born with its M count and there's no changing that you can, apparently in the Star Wars universe, that means that you can train as hard as you want for as long as you want, and you will never be as powerful as someone else. And I hate that. I mean, like, and then you can start like arguing like biologically, like look at athletes, look at people who are like extremely smart, look at, look at, look at geniuses, right? Um, but then also to a certain degree, you have a lot of people who might not come from like us, like they might not have a, a good breeding, if you will. They might not have like a strong bloodline, but they can also work their ass off really, really well and perfect their, their craft. Um, so like that's, that is, that is my argument. And that's why I don't like an M count. That's why I don't like the Metachlorian count. Um, I just, it's very frustrating to me because that would be like, that'd be the same, like, like Jackie Chan and Jet Li. Right. Let's look at two martial artists mm -hmm. that are like well known. That'd be like, okay, Jackie Chan will never be as strong as Jet Li because Jet Li has more kung fu points than him. Like, it's like no, it's just like one one is going to be nat more naturally gifted, right? Like they just just naturally like they might like have a, a longer like they might have a longer reach or they're a little bit taller or they're a little more flexible or they're faster, they have leaner muscle, whatever, whatever, whatever it is. At the same time, like that still doesn't like that doesn't like make you more powerful than the other person. It makes you stronger or more well knowledge in 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 kung fu or you know it's like whoever trained the hardest, whoever worked their ass off the most, is going to be better. Plain and simple. And so like that's just that's the frustrating thing that I have with with the whole M count thing. If we're going to get really really serious, I'll think it's stupid. It's as stupid as Jar Jar Binks. The entire concept I think is dumb. Uh, but yeah, like that's why, I, that's why I have like, I really, like, I really hate that, but it's back. <laughs> it's back. And apparently the empire and that is, and this is why they need, they need the child. We finally learn why Moff Gideon needs the child. And I love it. I think it is. I think it is awesome. So what's in the vats? Those are clones of what? Of soldiers that are. I go two, troopers. I go two ways on this. It can be one of two things. No, 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 no. Dark troopers are droids, bud. No, no, no. Yes, if yes, you, yes, no, yes, no. Okay, yes, Kevin. Yes, Kevin. Yes, Kevin. Dark troopers are droids. Listen, listen to me. Just, just listen to me. When you, when you do the closed captioning and you do English. English uh, audio, English audio description. Mm -hmm. The audio description is that he looks at dark troopers. Okay. It says here, I will, I will, I will, I will tell you what this is. I have, I have the episode up. Okay. And she, and she says this. Give me one second. Okay. This is going to, this is going to be hard for me to do. Moff Gideon turns to his shadow cubicle mm -hmm. where red light gleams off of, this is really hard. Hold on. <laughs> I'm just gonna get to the last part. Hold on. I got this. Okay. Yeah, dark troopers. He says a row of dark troopers. Okay. And so and so, what? Some something has to be powering that. 
which is going to be is going to be the troopers that are imbued with the the, the force users blood nah. I, I like so then they're cyborgs nah. they, they have they have a human element to them there has to there because they talked about the the they talked about the the volunteer or they talked about the test subjects rejecting the blood they were rejecting the m count and that was what was causing those those disfigurations and then the one line where the the cloner the the guy who has the camino uh, sigil on his thing he said i fear even the same fate for the volunteer okay <clears throat> the dark troopers and the cloning are not mutually exclusive to each other so why do you say that separate things because dark troopers by law and we know they're dark troopers because they're named in closed captioning as you said it, it, yeah she's yeah she she calls out they are dark by troopers. legends lo lore already dark troopers come in three phases of droid uh builds those okay. look like they're level two maybe so level if, three so or phase two dark trooper was equipped with these with the suit Mm -hmm. A jump pack, an assault cannon, capable of firing 400 plasma shells and 20 missiles without reloading. But they, uh, but they're they're droids. By hmm. all account, they're droids in in every okay. scenario. Now, could could Disney make them organic? There is an outlying chance. The more plausible theory is that those clones were the either the Snoke clones. No. The Emperor's Shells, or possibly, in addition to the Dark Troopers, Gideon is reassembling an inqui Inquisitory that the Dark Troopers, because as okay. you know, the Inquisit Inquisitors and Legends have Dark Troopers that they fight with, as I showed you the picture of. Yes. So those are the three options on the cloning. The cloning has nothing to do, in my opinion, and a lot of other people with I, the dark troopers themselves i just i have a really hard time believing that they wouldn't try to bring in a human element into these into these soldiers but the same the same thing that's very interesting um i just don't understand unless they're really trying to throw us for a massive loop i feel like they are connected um, I have a, I really have a hard time believing that they are going to like throw at us a emperor cloning facility. Um, because when we saw the Snoke clones and like the, the failed clones, they were, they like, they needed, because there was so much force energy, they needed something to like hold all of, like they needed, they, they were like those, those pre, those Sith priests were like casting stuff to like hold like all that force energy in there so you just didn't like die right and so, so like i don't even think i don't even think like the those imperial cloners knew what they were like what the, they would be getting themselves into right and the the theory is that this is the beginning of those failures mm. that they're realizing that they can't just put the emperor's spirit into a shell because he is i have the, a hard i really have emperor. a hard time i really have a hard time believing that the emperor he held that much trust in Moff Gideon to undertake some part of a cloning experiment after Operation Cinder. I just like Moff Gideon isn't anywhere. Like there, there is only like the Emperor only had like so many trusted people. 
like his 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 circle was very very small so that's why it's like we've never heard of moth gideon until now and all of a sudden this yeah like, but a lot of the a lot of the higher ups have either been killed or are vying for power elsewhere so there is a chance that moth gideon was one of the few loyalists I don't see him as a loyalist, though. I, I don't see, see him, him as a loyalist as... E either. I'm just going by what the the, the sure. prevailing theory on the internet right now from Star Wars YouTubers and everything is that those mm -hmm. are those are early Snoke tests. That's what interesting. That is the most popular theory is that those I, are early. I Snoke just I tests. don't see him. I don't see him as a like that trusted of an individual. He he seems to come off as someone who is out for personal gain. Um, he he only like he. He kept himself safe. He did what was best for him. He's a survivalist and he, you know, went with the emperor. I think he did the emperor's bidding. So, you know, for himself to progress for himself. Right. Not but if, because not because he was some, I don't, I don't see him as a zealot. I don't, I don't see, see him, him as a zealot either, but if he knows the emperor is still alive and he knows what the emperor is capable of, and especially his inner circle, he might still be playing by the rules to specifically stay in power. And, mm -hmm. I will back it up with what I said last week about his we we say he's not zealots but look at what happened with the guy on the ship the other commander long live the empire committed suicide like yeah those are things that would lead me to believe that yes he might actually be at first glance it's he's he is creating his own fanatical sect of the empire at second glance at what we now know Maybe he is a true loyalist, and he is undyingly loyal to the Emperor still, and he's one of the few that knows that the Emperor is still alive. Mm. It's so weird to say alive, because you don't even fully understand the mystery of yeah, I mean, like keeping a spirit timeline, in yeah, the Force. In this, in this, in this part of the timeline. It's still really unknown to us. Um, yeah. I mean, this is... Yeah. Um, I mean, it was unknown to a lot of people for a long period of time. I... I just I, I really have a hard time believing that if they're not organic and that the dark troopers they are yeah I want them I really want them to be like super troopers um I want them to be almost like like bad batch where I mean because like we knew cloning was going on they hinted to that at, in episode seven when he was like should I get the clones um no one seems to think that they're organic everyone has said they're droids based mm. on all of our knowledge of dark troopers before yeah. So they would have to change the lore. Now the question would be Well, well is, that's not true because there is no canon lore. It's all it's all legends lore. Right, but you're using the word. And if you use the word to Star Wars fans, they there you have now set an expectation. Mm. You set an expectation, you open up a door for disappointment if you decide to change that to a certain degree. Now, could they make them organic and make them incredible? Of course. The chance is there. But John Favreau doing that, that also makes me think, I don't know if he would do that as much as he loves jerking off the fans with, with fan service like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking in the canon entries for Dark Trooper and they do acknowledge that they, it was a program whose goal was to create combat droids known as the Dark Troopers for the Galactic Empire. The program was considered a failure and contributed to the Joint Chiefs becoming uh, disinterested in the use of combat droids, with the notable exception of the KX series security droid. Despite this, the experimental Phase Two Dark Trooper was evaluated by the Imperial Imperial military during the Galactic Civil War. That's it. 
Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's the canon entry? That's the canon entry. Okay. The Legends entry is massive, but the canon yeah, entry I mean, is It's the is whole tiny. story of dark forces and, and ancillary materials. Um, dark troopers are not death troopers. They're two different things, Josh, on Facebook. They're two completely yeah, different no, things. Death, death troopers are death troopers they're basically are zombies. <laughs> they're they're Frankenstein's. Um, they are they're experiments. Like they're just they're they're really gross. Um, so I don't know. We'll see next week. I'm sure. I think a level three was capable of destroying a rebel base by itself. Oh well. If I read correctly in my Legends material, because obviously I haven't touched Dark Troopers for. I don't know how many I just, years ago I, that was. I would just, I would really like to know then, I mean, like, so, so we, again, so we know why Gideon wants the child is for his blood. Yeah. For the, uh, we know, we know that there is studies being done with, with people being imbued with force people being blood. imbued with force sensitive blood. That's why I don't think it's a, that's why I don't think those are clones why i think that they more likely are trying to create some type of super force wielding weapon thing organic um, weapon yeah like the question they, is who is the volunteer that's the big that's and that's the question so he says again he's he's talking to moff gideon and he says that all like the the, the last trial subjects you know came at a fault they seem to because of the 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 m count blood it, it, it seemed to cause an issue and I fear, I fear the same results would would happen to the volunteer. And so we're trying to figure out who is this volunteer. Is it someone that was willingly assisting the Empire who wants to be a super soldier? Is it someone that captured? Um, we don't. We don't. We don't even know if it's human. And it could it could tie all back into to Mandalore. <clears throat> Mandalore, we're going to go to Mandalore. I have a feeling Moff Gideon is is occupying Mandalore still. And that's his uh, central base of operations. Oh, uh, interesting. That could, that means, so then what is his infatuation with, uh, with Mandalore? You know, why does he, I don't know if it's an infatuation for, as much as it I, was never. Someone who runs around the Darksaber, I feel like there's some level of infatuation with the Mandalore, with the Mandalorian. Maybe controlling them. Or people, you know, it could, yeah, could it be just be. This is a this is a, a sign of my power because yeah. it rules it rules the people. But you know the person who owns the people who the person who holds the saber technically is is Mandalore. Man, um, Mandalore was never part of the Republic either. So while the New Republic is doing what they're doing, right? It was it, it would was, not be on neutral. their checklist of places to to try and reestablish relations. Well, okay, so it wasn't a part. It wasn't a part of the New Republic. No. Oh, sorry, it wasn't a part of the Republic. No, they it were... was it was occupied by the Empire. I feel like the New Republic would have would have gone out to see if it was worth, you know, t like to to bring on Mandalore into the New Republic. Not if it's occupied by. And that's the whole thing. And that's all. But that was to your point. Is like, is it like, is it currently occupied? Like, what is the state of it? Um. So that's and then and and if it was occupied by by ex imperial forces, now they're just they're rogue. Well, we um, know we know. Well, we don't know, but Bo said it's what the watch was telling him wasn't true. That it isn't still inhabitable. Well, he just says that whoever goes there dies. 
Right. He just says, yeah, it's, he says it's a death trap. Whoever goes there dies. <laughs> Which sounds so. like something someone that was in a cult would say. <laughs> yeah, you know, somewhere that you're not supposed to go. You die if you go they, there. You die. It, yeah, I mean, that's what your parents would tell you if you go and play out the streets. Like, you get hit by a car. You get hit by a car. Never got hit by a car. On a Never, street. not once. I played street hockey all the time. I would play basketball in the street all the time. Never got hit by a car. Car. Yeah. Game on. That was it. Yep. Um. So. <sighs> so much to unpack. <laughs> I. I have a feeling. That Moff Gideon is occupying Mandalore. Mm -hmm. That. He now possesses or has come across or has been holding on to dark troopers purposefully because he's now going to launch coordinated attacks. The reason I think he's doing this is because of what the pilot, I forgive me, I forget his, his name, uh, who is at the end of this episode, um, who we saw with flying with Dave Filoni. Oh, God, I don't remember. The guy from the Canadian um, TV show that I also don't know. Yeah. He... The way he says something's going on out here. Yeah. It just, it seems like it's all, there is a bigger story unraveling that's going to roll into the story of the First Order and all of that. That's going to lead us into, you know, the next era of Star Wars. His name is Paul. So. Pa Paul Sunheim Lee. I think Gideon is a major player in what is left. I... Like I don't, I don't put off Tim seeing at this point, seeing Admiral Sloan in season three or four, and having Gideon and Sloan not be two people who get along. Um, because I mean, I guess Sloan could be reintroduced. We don't really know what happens to her. I didn't finish Aftermath, so. Well, well, you've already. Well, I mean, you already know that she's like she's out there. Like that's so. So the Rogue Squadron is taking place kind of around the same time. Mm -hmm. This is right around the same time. Slo Sloan, Sloan, Sloan gets out of the Battle of Jakku, so she's gone by that point. So, but then we see her in um, in Rogue Squadron, so we know that she's alive, and we know that she's doing something in the Outer Rim, which is weird because she was supposed to go out into the chaos. So whatever they did, they came back. Or they caught, or this is like this in between of her, like supposed to be going out into the chaos. I don't know. Um. So yeah. So I, just, I, I mean, maybe. I, think I mean, like it's. I think at some point, whether it's Sloan or somebody else, you will see the division within the ranks of the Empire in reference to Moff Gideon. We know Moff Gideon isn't dying this season. He accidentally slipped as an actor and said seasons three and four that he was in them. Yeah, so I mean, he's a really good. I mean, he's a really good protagonist yeah, or antagonist. Excuse me. He's him. a very, he's a very good antagonist. He's I don't know who else the they show. would bring on. It has to be. It has to be some imperial bad guy. It can't be a Sith because we're not dealing with Jedi. Um. So yeah, it has Was to be it, just like some really cool imperial. But some of the Imperials baddie. are still technically Sith worshippers. Mm, I don't think really. I mean, I don't think really any of them. There's one moth in the aftermath books that like he's always at least in the first book he's talking about the Sith. Oh, oh and he's hunting he's hunting Vader uh artifacts. Yeah, that guy. Uh-huh. I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah cuz they mean, try and yeah, get Vader's lightsaber. 
Yeah, that was a really cool scene. Yeah, that was really so neat. out of the blue too. It, yeah, well, all all of those little stories are really random. Like the one when you hear it when you read about Cobb Vanth, that one's super random too. You're like, okay, neat. It was it's just super a super random story. And it's just to give you context as to what's going on. It elsewhere is. In it's, the galaxy. It's, it's just to help fill the gaps. So it, it's. Again, I think they're going to stay away from a Sith. I agree with you on that. I don't think there'll be any Sith or possibly hmm. some sort of Inquisitor situation. I mean, maybe, with, maybe, possibly. maybe with having Ahsoka, but she's a she's a secondary. No, I think Ahsoka's character. function now is that she's going to be a guide. She's going to be kind of like that, like the thing that pops up every once in a while to well, say we, hi. We have the problem part of of what is happening now because of Ahsoka being introduced. Because the, the Mimbin that worked on the ship is in the Empire's yep. pocket. Yep. That's who, and he, and, and they, I, I, I don't know, they put the, the, um, the tracker on the Razor Crest. Yep. And now, not only is the Empire being led to the child, and if it's they need, th they're leading the Empire straight to Ahsoka. And it's another high M count person. Yeah, you're doubling down it. on what you, you need. Oh, I can't believe I said that. Ugh. Oh, Does your stomach hurt now? <laughs> I don't like it, Kevin. Ugh. Said M count. I'd, so, honestly, I'd rather say M count than Metichlorian. The other reason I still think that Moff Gideon uh, holds Mandalore is because of all the Beskar and the fact that um, Horner Herzog's character traded Mando Beskar for the original job. Yeah, um, they seem to be rich in Beskar. Now there's a metal that the de uh, Dark Troopers, not Death Troopers, Dark Troopers are made out of. I forget what it's called in Legends. I have a feeling that it won't be that in this, and they'll be made out of Beskar. Well, okay. Remember when we met Bo? They were using, they were taking the weapons and whatnot from her planet. She said, right. So I wonder if she's using, if they're using all of the materials from weaponry to armor to even just the ground ore. Frick was the name of the metal. P-H-R-I-K. Frick. Ah, frick. But what, you know, Beskar is already prevalent here. Why introduce a whole new rare metal when you yeah. can just say these these droids have been crafted or armor if they're organic. That'd be terrifying. Then they'd, be, crafted from Beskar. they'd, be, they'd right. be indestructible. Right. They'd literally be. You couldn't kill them. Mandalorian-esque slaves that will do your they're, bidding that, and those just essentially murder. would be jedi killers yeah they're mur they're point. murder if they're droids they're murder robots yeah. that you can't or have a rough time destroying so the first time we see one of those walking down a hallway and mando has to shoot at it and the bullet just ricochets off its chest it's gonna be a bad day yep they're gonna have to ahsoka's probably gonna be the one to figure out how to kill them that's my two cents it's weird to say Ahsoka. We know that she's going to be showing up on Friday. Did you know? Did you notice? I didn't see it until I saw it and then I had to go back and watch the IG-11 statue in the city in Navarro. I didn't see that. Yeah, they put up a statue of IG-11, like memorializing oh, what like he did. Oh, like a memorial. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I, I, I love uh, that. I thought that was a really nice little nod to Taika. Yeah, it's a good little touch. Um... What, man? There was so much. I once they landed and grief was like, "We'll fix your ship." I was like, "Oh man, come on!" Dude, same. I was like, "Can't we get rid of this thing yet?" 
I really thought we were gonna get a new ship. And I... Here we are with a perfect, a perfect repair on on the Razor Crest. Like that thing looks brand spanking new. And the dog fighting in that was awesome. It was really cool. It's not Cortosis. It's called Frick. Frick was non-canon metal. I'm assuming they're going to make them out of Beskar to further. The other thing is, too, if you make them out of Beskar, you're further humiliating the Mandalorians, which seems to be the uh, the trend on, on what Gideon likes to do. Yeah. This game says you only get one ship. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they fixed it up nice. It looks like Razor it Crest is, looks great. is back he, in, ex he, except for the tracking fob, but... He fixed it up. What about the weapon that, uh, from Rebels? I mean, that is, isn't that a super cannon? The one that destroys what? the Beskar that Sabine oh, builds? Oh, you're talking about um, I forget what the, it's called. the Duchess? Yeah. <laughs> the thing, like, it, it, it turns the... It turns... Beskar armor into superconductors and it fries the Mandalorian that's underneath the armor. I mean, so it could, I mean, it could honestly, that would make, that would also make but it Din blew, take but his helmet off. Remember in Rebels, it blew up. Uh, Sabine blew that up. But so. if Sabine is in fact with Ahsoka still, oh, there's so much stretching for and this. And the dark troopers are made of oh, Beskar. Here we go. And it would give a reason for Din to take his helmet off. Oh my God. Wow, that was a rabbit hole. I just wow, <laughs> I dug you... that one up quick and we all jumped Whoa. in. Whoa. <laughs> I need a second. And then Ezra with his time warp understandings of to the force. And then Thrawn and Moff Gideon have a showdown. Holy crap. And then Blue Jean guy shows up. Admiral Blue Jeans. <laughs> Jeff, Admiral Jeff <laughs> Blue Jeans. <laughs> Dude, he has a he has a Wikipedia. Entry. I will say we say terrible things about how awful the Star Wars community can be. I really will say this. that the Star Wars community five stars, ten of ten, handling Admiral Jeff Blue Jeans. Yeah, the memes, fantastic. No one got too mad. No one got too upset. It wasn't like the Starbucks coffee cup in Game of Thrones. But at point, I think at that point in Game of Thrones, everyone was pissed anyway, so it was just a piling thing. <laughs> this was more of a how can we make this cannon? <laughs> yeah, no, it was but they yeah, and it, it worked out really well. He has his own action figure now. Admiral Jeff Blue Jeans has his own. Well, Blue is his middle name. Ha, it, yes, his, yeah. He's Jeff Jeans. Yeah. Blue is his middle name. Blue I'm Blue is his middle name. I'm curious, has anyone identified the the uh the staff member? Does he still have a job? <laughs> I want to know if this poor man that, was singled out. I, was, I saw that and I was like, oh, this motherfucker's fired. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's no way this guy is keeping his job. Would you fire Jeff or would you fire the editors, honestly? How do you miss it? I, I don't know. I don't know how you, I don't know how the VFX artists miss that. Because like they're in there, dude. Like they're doing blaster bolts and crap. I don't know how I don't know how you missed that. Where is Jeff Jeans? <laughs> I I I want to know if they lean into the joke in season three. Oh my god! Do they embrace it and go full send? Oh my god! Could you imagine there was a, an entire imperial like <laughs> officer set where they were just all in blue jeans? <laughs> 
like like their casual wear is blue jeans and a green t-shirt i mean i didn't i didn't see it either until it was pointed out to me and then i had to go back and pause it and i was like oh there, there's jeff well that was like well that was like the, the the starbucks cup you know like i probably wouldn't have no noticed I, it. I saw that i i didn't i didn't notice it until someone put it out on twitter and then i was like wait a second rewind and went and looked for it i said what was that and i rewound it and then we finished the episode because i couldn't figure out what it was i'm like but it looks so out of place and then everyone after the episode was like Starbucks cup? <laughs> the blue jean squadron <laughs> jeff and yeah. his his blue jean tie fighter squadron <laughs> <laughs> Man, I hope they lean into that joke. I really, I really, really hope do. they do. Embrace it, run with it. But yeah, I hand it to the community on on that being just a, a ten of ten uh, way of handling it. So kudos to everybody. Yeah. Um, uh, the return of of Mithril was uh, funny. Horatio Sands. Uh, yes, I loved when he saw Mando how the, the pressure or humidity or whatever <laughs> the, the, the his humidity glands <laughs> just came out of. <laughs> <laughs> it was very good. And he freaking freaking grief is such a dick to him. I know. I love that. I love how he, I love how he bribed him to do stuff by taking a hundred years off of his three hundred year sentence. Three hundred and fifty, I think it was. <laughs> I, by the end of the show, I think he was down to a hundred and twenty-five years. Hey, that's better than when he started. Yeah. Uh, I, I love. He was he was good for that that comedic relief. Yeah, he was he was the the humor even um when he was uh changing the pressure where the lava was and yes. the way he was like walking out he's no guardrail <laughs> <laughs> it was good i enjoyed him uh and then when uh uh kara smashed his speeder with the uh oh the with the transport tank? yeah yeah it was so good because he was very he was like i can't leave my i can't leave so, my ship out here like what am i gonna do do all tie fighters take off the ground like that with the the folded wings so there's never been like a there's never been like a i've never seen tie fighters do that we've also the only tie fighters that i remember seeing like on an airstrip are like tie defenders um so like i've never seen tie fighters do that but that makes sense like why would you want to sit your tie fighters on its wings like that versus sit them on the landing gears that are in the pods um, so for the, so for the wings to fold, that makes the most sense. You don't want to put you don't want to put any type of strain on these these wings. Yeah, they'll break. Yeah, they'll they'll snap. Um, you know, we don't really know what the like engineering wise, like what kind of like structure old displacement for weight and all that stuff. So yeah, make them fold. Easy peasy. Landing gears come down. Boom. You think um, they're com they're modified for someone saying they're called Outlander ties for specifically for planetary. Yeah, like that would like, so that I mean that would make sense. Like these are things that that because I mean normally a tie fighter we've seen them in in like episode seven they're like on a they're like almost like on a carousel they like they they come down they go out and they poof, right off and then the next one comes down poof. um they were originally so, yeah. designed intentionally that way so any deserters couldn't land anywhere but a base or a ship that's, that's interesting cool. that's very cool. Thank you for that. That's actually awesome. Thank you. That is a really nice little tidbit of information. Yeah. So so these were like, modified specifically for for going yeah, into to be able to have like yeah be able to sit on a planet. That's yeah. Interesting. Inter That's Apparently the cool. folding was something Lucas wanted, but it was too complicated back in the day. Huh. Wow. Oh, that's cool. Very cool. 
I also learned from Aftermath that they have ejector seats. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, you you would you would have known that from episode seven, as well. Oh yeah, forgot about they that. Punch out. Yep. Um. But yes. Um. Also, well, what's really cool in Aftermath, and you would have already known you you've got this part where they explain like how a Tie Fighter can just like come to a complete stop in yep. the middle of the air and then yeah. just like move up and down vertically, and it's just it's. The, the way that they describe the way a TIE fighter moving in, in air or in space is just like, it makes me appreciate that vehicle and like why it was so much more superior to an X-Wing. Um, like in every, in every way other than its lack of shielding and a, uh, a hyperdrive, it's, it's a superior combat vehicle. Right. Um, but they always get shit on just like everything else in the empire. I was actually talking to my buddy CJ about this he's like my he's like one of my go-to like star wars nerd buds to talk to about this stuff like the like the 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 death trooper right like the death trooper is supposed to be like this badass thing but we like it never has its moment to shine and when it does it gets shit on like it's supposed to be like this scary ass like frankenstein soldier and it's supposed to be like the cream of the cream of the crop it's like it is that is upper echelon like nobody messes with the death trooper and like it just it just gets pooped on in the Mandalorian, and you'd only see it for like five seconds in in Rogue One. And I, to the to the point I'm trying to make is that everything sounds really badass on paper in the Star Wars universe, but as soon as you put it like in front of a hero, um, or like your like your main characters, it always gets shit on, which is frustrating. Yeah, again, these are things they like to flesh out in ancillary content. Oh we, yeah, of we course. talked like, about yeah. last week how you know if they told people what was under the helmets of the death troopers in in um rogue one it would scare the shit out of the children that were seeing the movie <laughs> that was also a really dark movie so but they all that they would have been okay they 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 save that stuff for the people that want to dig deep and, and right. get into it um yep. which I, I i'm fine with it doesn't bother me but yeah sometimes you do want to see them do cool shit because they are basically you know the the navy seals of the of the imperial army um Death troopers are rough in uh, in Fallen Order. Those yeah. are the death troopers in Fallen Order. I thought they're it was not the really, They're not really. They're not. They're not death troopers. They look a lot like death troopers. They're the Inquisitor. Aren't they part of the Inquisitory? Those troopers, the black uh, ones. Yeah. Yes. They're um, purge they're troopers. Like they're, thank they're you. Essentially, Jedi hunters. Yeah, yeah. They're purge troopers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They're scary. They're scary as hell. They're 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 very much similar to like like a like a death trooper. But those guys, those guys are no. They're like specifically the, yeah. for like hunting. Like they're they're designed to go hunting Jedi. That's what that was their design. Which is they're, why they, they, they have were them. actually. What's cool is that they were made up specifically for Jedi Fallen Order. Those did not exist in canon until that game was made, and then they became canon. And those yeah, remember the exist. they they had two of them on the stage at celebration, celebration. when they yep. announced the game. Yep. Oh, one day celebration. We'll go back and. Kevin will be on stage yeah. having a glass of whiskey with Dave Filoni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and Giancarlo Esposito. Um. <laughs> Come on, Whatever, Tim. Af- I, after honestly, what I've been honestly, able to pull today, off today, today, dude, I don't know what you're yeah, buddy. doing. Yeah, so I just I just don't say anything anymore. Yeah, okay. Thanks. Yeah, because I was like, I bet you 50 bucks. You wouldn't do it. I'd be out so much money. <laughs> How did I get in Giancarlo Esposito's hotel room? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare. Uh, let's take some questions. Mr. Happy Tim is talking about M Counts asked. 
What the fuck? Is it possible <laughs> the clones in the tanks are clones of Jedi, but the cloning process didn't have the M count of the original Jedi? There, I don't, I don't like that theory. Are not, uh, uh, there's also not a ton of Jedi left. I think Unless it's Soka, so Ezra, only, and only Luke. Way that would work. The only way that would work is if they took the they took the biological material of all of the all of the Jedi Knights that were killed during Order sixty six. Like one of the one of the order was like look, just this is me speaking. Just like if this was true, what if a part of the order of in Order sixty six was to collect biological material after the death of the Jedi? That's the only way that would work. But why would Sidious? want clone Jedi why not just exterminate them that just makes you the strongest person in the galaxy you've got Anakin Skywalker at your side the Jedi are dead what's the point of cloning them what's the point of raising it like that doesn't fit into his plan at all also the rule of two you have to remember Sith's rule of two he's not trying to make a Jedi army Inquisitors would be the only way to skirt that. That's the only way, but also Inquisitors are like they're they're not Jedi, they're not Sith, they're just force wielding warriors, force wielding hunters. Like it's it's a weird it's a really weird way to get around the rule of two. And so to that point is they are creating a new like. But what's the point? We know the Jedi are dead. The Jedi, the Jedi, There's only three left extinct. that we know of. There's only three, right? Exactly. So if we're like two, but we didn't know. Or we had no count. idea that these people were even alive until episode until episode four. So, in the in the span of like two years, the Jedi, like as as Sidious is trying to build out his Death Stars, he then decides to then make a whole new fleet of of Inquisitors. Or, or Vader does like he's literally just going to hunt his kid. He knows his kid is the last one left because Ben because Ben was hiding him. He had no idea that Leia existed. So like all of that doesn't make sense to me. It's one person. Why would why would Vader need an entire battalion of of new Inquisitors? The Inquisitors. The only reason why he had the Inquisitors was because of the because of the the rebel slash Jedi's that were on Lothal. And they talk about this and, and it's right around the same time of like, it, like the way that that timing, the timing works is right around the time the inquisitor factory blows up. So, which is what we do in Jedi fallen order. This is what we do in Jedi fallen order. Um, God, I love how it's so linked. Yeah. There's so there's so there's a lot of tie in. And so, yeah, and so, like, the t like right around where, where, where Rebels is, like, the, the good, like, the big chunk of, like, when you have, like, the Grand Inquisitor and, like, all that stuff, like, that's right around the time that we, we go and, and blow that up and fight Vader. Um, it's very, very close. Um, we didn't talk about the child. The child continues to be important, obviously, to the main story, but as a character has really taken a backseat this season to comedy relief. There's no, there's, there's no way to, to, to have character development on a toddler. No, no. I mean, they, they, like, they're, they're like, there for a reason. Yes. And we're just going to make it, it fun and suspenseful at times. The spider yep. and all that stuff. It's, it's, a, it's a baby. 
Um, but yeah, the the macaroons in the classroom was hilarious. It was so cute. It was a little 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 drawn out. I felt like that scene went on a little too long. Mm -hmm. um, but absolutely adorable because my kid does the same thing when he's hungry. Looks at me, puts his hand out, and goes, "Huh?" And I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's it's my kid. That's what he does." And if he had the force, he'd pull the bag of cookies or whatever out of my hand. It was adorable. <laughs> And I love, I love that. I love, I love like, even like him in the, in the ship and Mando trying to tell him which cables to plug in. It's just like that. I like, I like that about him. And especially in a filler episode, sorry, side quest episode, especially in a side quest episode. Um, he, he definitely needs to take the backseat. <laughs> the, the wires in the beginning. I'm so cute. Put the blue the one, one in where the red one was. No, 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 no. The red one, don't, but don't cross them. Don't touch them. That is me They're talking obviously to my son. <laughs> So good. It was just so cute. <laughs> the smoke. <laughs> Do you want to hear what the droid was talking about in the classroom? He was talking, uh, they were learning about trade routes. Among the various topics being covered by the droid are the Outer Rim Territories, which, to put it in context, is a bit like the American West in the 19th century. It also happens to be where the planet Navarro is located. Also covered is the core world of Chandrilla, which, if you've read Aftermath, yep. is very important. Important for and the New Republic. Uh, important yep. for any youngster to know as it served as the capital of the New Republic. But perhaps the most lore-rich shout-out is the planet of Kessel and the Akadisi Maelstrom, which surrounds it. Mention of Kessel goes all the way back to Star Wars when Han Solo brags that the Millennium Falcon is able to make the Kessel run in less than 12 parsecs. The Kessel Run refers to a route used by smugglers to dip in and out of the resource-rich planet, which we see Han doing in Solo. So that's yep. what the droid was teaching about while we were hanging out in there. Um, yep. And then the child at the end just... Oh, they also mentioned the Deep Core worlds, which I am unfamiliar with, and it got me really intrigued. Did you look it up? I'm going to look it up right now. I just, I literally it just flicked in my head because it was like an even deeper Core Worlds. <sighs> Make sure I'm on canon. Am I on canon? I'm on canon. Um, yes. Uh, Luke says, "Sorry, R2, but I've never jumped into Deep Core before. It's crowded in there, and things move fast. It isn't well established." Well, Deep Core, sometimes referred to as the core of the galaxy, was brightly lit region of the galaxy that lay at its very heart—a thinly populated and densely packed mass of stars and planets. Um, the planets were. So the sector, Cosian Space, Koro Sector, Cerebaran System, Shakarat System, the Vulpter, Wellspring of Life, Bis, Constantia, Callist 6, Com, Ojam, Prakith, Tython! Yep, Tython's in there. Tython's an important place. Uh, the trade routes are the Jedi best Temple run, there. the Carbonite run, and the Koros trunk line. Tython in Swotor is where the Jedi move uh, after Dantooine to establish their base of operations when Dantooine mm. is destroyed. Um, they haven't done much with Dantooine or Tython. Tython and Dantooine are both canon, but they haven't done much with either one currently. Um, Interesting. Yeah, very. so I, I, I heard that. I heard Deep Core, and I was like, what is that? The um, the child in the Razor Crest at the end is hilarious because 
the up and down. He's just screaming like he's on a roller coaster. <laughs> just hands up. My just... wife was cracking up, and then the spit I up. She it. lost it. She was like, uh, they. Oh, the macaroon blue spit <laughs> up. <laughs> and then the smile, like, yay, came out. Because every kid does that. They nailed it. It was so good. Nailed it, nailed it, nailed it, nailed it, nailed it, nailed it. Yeah, yeah Tython's very good episode. Tython's very important in the history, I think, of overall Force users, not just the Jedi. Um, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, if I remember correctly, it's been years since I've looked at anything. But yeah, it was it was for the parents. <laughs> that was another great scene. Uh, Anonymous asked, I get why Tim wouldn't like Leia having a higher M count than certain Jedi Masters. Theory, she's the daughter of someone with a higher M count. Isn't that mm -hmm. a fact, not a theory? It's not a theory. That's a fact. Okay. It's a fact. Anonymous asks, do you think the child could be a clone? This comes up every so often. No. I go with no. Is there a chance? Mm. Yeah, but I, I'm not feeling that. A clone that. of Yoda? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Just It wouldn't line up with the story very well. It would feel weird. Uh, yeah, I don't like that one. I feel like I say that every time. Um... Anonymous said, what do you think of Moff Gideon being a Vader fanatic using those test subjects in the tubes to, re tubes to research how to make himself Force-sensitive? I don't... Is Wait. that possible? Wait. What? If he's like a Vader... If he's part of the Vader worshippers. Because you know how Vader has the cult post? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know, yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. So, is he part of that and he's trying to make himself? Or I don't know if you can make yourself. I don't think you can, I don't think you can do that. I think once midichlorians were introduced into the equation, that was no longer possible. Because if I remember I, Legends canon, you were able to do that. But I don't think you're able to do that in canon. canon. I, I don't like the, I'll just suck my blood out and change it with force user blood. Because, like, why just... wouldn't other people do that then? No, I I hate no, everything no. about that. No, 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 no. We did that one. Um, Anonymous says, "What if M counts aren't just science? Science is attempted at understanding the force, but really the force is too mystical and spiritual for science to truly understand." That's deep. Mm. Kind of mm. like putting a mathematical equation on something that's just bigger than life. I I feel like the fact that they're committing to it says no, so. <clears throat> Came in late. Kevin, said, what? They have Mandalorian, the child, hot chocolate bombs. Yeah, that just came up on my Twitter. <laughs> gonna have to grab a few of those. Sorry, King's guest. Anonymous said, came in late, so don't know if you touched on it. The song playing in the clone tank room is Snoke's song. Was that confirmed? I saw that. I saw it tweeted at us. Was that confirmed, though? I want to make sure um, before I jump into that hole. I mean, if it if it is indeed that, then that is a tell on what's going uh, on. I just don't like it. I don't like that. I don't like Navarro. Is this 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 off this weird outer rim cloning test site? I just don't. They don't destroyed Camino like though. Camino gets. I forget who, but somebody just ends up destroying Camino. When? Camino. Hold on. When does that happen? Battle of Camino. At one point during the Clone Wars, somewhere between 22 and 21 BBY, a separatist assault led by Asajj yeah, Ventress and Cyborg. That's, that's Camino. Yeah, that's it's in the show. Clone Wars. 
Yeah, it's in Clone um, Wars, but it does it doesn't get like destroyed. Ventress successfully on... stole the prime sample of the clone trooper. Yeah, we I remember all that. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't get blown up. The Kamina the the Kimonians Kamini we always I always get this one wrong. This guy though also worked there because he has the emblem on his on his jacket. Yeah. Unless the Kaminoans are still working with the Empire, but then why wouldn't they do it on Cam? Camino. The Kaminoans were never working with the Empire. They were being, they were hired and they were tricked. Right, but they could be hired again. If the Empire took right. over the galaxy, that would assume they're that... I just want it to be known, they're neutral people. Uh, according to Age of Empire, I heard they shut down the facilities on Kamino. They'll train up the last batch of clones and that's it, says a clone trooper. trooper. After the creation of Galactic Empire, the cloning facilities in Kamino were closed and the clones that made up the Imperial Army were replaced by non-clone recruits. There you go. Wasn't Jakku in the Outer Rim too? Palp love putting stuff out there, it seems. The thing with the Outer Rim is it's not part of the core worlds. When you're not part of the core worlds, you're out in the Wild West. If you're out in the Wild West, you can hide things a lot easier than you can if you try to put something in a core world. That's why. Okay. <laughs> All right. Question in regards to Ahsoka. Do you think she is as strong or stronger uh, than, say, Count Dooku was uh, going along with the M-Count double-dipping statement? I don't know. I mean, I have to go. I don't even know. If I think she's matured and she has reconnected with the force, obviously, and found balance in it. So she might actually be stronger than ever because she can. She's not restricted by the Jedi code. Uh, and she's found herself over how many years now? She's got to be, what, 40, 50? Lemur said, is there any reason Bo would send Mando to find the Corvus ship instead of the planet? Kind of test Din before he actually gets to So I mean, she said the the forest planet of... Yeah, no, And Corvus, she even names so, a city on the planet. Sorry, also started yeah, to see. Yeah, Corvus is, like, I mean, Corvus is the name of that ship in Battlefront 2, but we also don't know if it was named after this planet. Justin asked, is Mando a better pilot than Poe? I'm only asking the real questions around here. No, Poe's probably a better pilot than Mando. Poe also mm -hmm. has a better ship than Mando. Um, Cody said, do you think we get Ahsoka speaking next episode, or does Dave make us wait until the end to reveal her? Supposedly, the next episode is called The Jedi, and uh, supposedly uh, Dave is... Well, not supposedly. Dave is the, the director and the writer of the episode. Therefore, I would assume... Since Ahsoka is one of Dave's favorite characters, that this is the big reveal. Do you um, want to know? Do you want to know who's stronger than Ahsoka Tano? If you're looking at a Metachlorian count, I don't. Judging by your face, probably not. Ezra. <laughs> he did save her though in the Veil of the Force. Yeah, but still, <laughs> you look like you're so done with this. I hate this. Every time I see this goddamn list, I get so upset. Why are you looking at it? <laughs> because I wanted to know what Ahsoka's M count was. Don't understand. If we it made Star Wars to be, if we made Star Wars and Scott, Scott shirts that somehow referred to Tim's M count, how many of you would buy it? <laughs> Dude, do you do you want to know who's weaker than Ezra Bridges? Bridger, Go Go count ahead. fucking Dooku. <laughs> I hate it here so much. Did you? Uh, 
Did you know that Darth Malak is the weakest bitch on this list? <laughs> Dude, Darth Malak has a Metachlorian count of 15,200. Do you want to know who's stronger than, than Darth Malak, Kevin? Leia Organa. <laughs> <laughs> He's having a moment. I hate it so much. Can you go on? You sure? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, no, I'm good. Continue. Uh, hold on, I'm going through these. Some of these we've answered at the beginning of the episode or earlier. Uh, do you think that base could have been Gideon's secret base where he was trying to make force sensitive army? Asked Anonymous. They specifically said it wasn't a base, that it was a lab. Yeah, there you go. This isn't a base. This is a lab. This is a lab. So, um, no, would be the short answer there. Um, Notorious asked, do you think we could see Hera's child training with Ahsoka? That's presuming he is force sensitive. It would be presuming he's Force-sensitive, yeah. Not every child from a Force-sensitive parent is Force-sensitive or has an M count. Everyone has an M count, Kevin. High M count. Ah. <laughs> I hate it here. I, I hate it. I don't, I don't understand why Dave brought it back. I don't understand why John let him do it. I don't get it. This, All right. is, this is Lucas's fault. Last few questions. If you have any, use the questions command on Twitch or the uh, pinned comment on Facebook and drop your question here. We're getting to the last few. Uh, Tony asked, is the Mandalorian series taking place before Yoda became the old Yoda, wise Yoda, or is this a new baby Yoda to be? Yoda's dead, dude. Yoda is very dead at this point. Yoda has He's been dead mega for a while. mega dead. He... He is so dead that he turned into air in front of Luke Skywalker's eyes. <clears throat> we just answered that one, Jar Jar Binks. But Apoc said every time Tim opens that goddamn M count list, the youngling gets visited by Darth Vader. Make Tim no stop. good time to open. Time to open up. And open up a couple more times. <laughs> Why are you killing younglings, Tim? Master Anakin, what do we do now? Master <laughs> Skywalker, whatever shall we do? Uh, Is run. Boba Fett the volunteer? I'm... That's like, what is wrong with you people? Are you like, that's like, that's like the what? plot of the original trilogy. Oh my God. Hey, what if they're using Boba Fett to make clones, Kevin? Tim, what if Luke Skywalker has a lightsaber, but only one hand? <laughs> oh my god why did you read that Actually, honestly why did you write that whoever asked that question Cosmos asked you think we'll ever get 
alternate philosophies and views of how the force works examples uh okay some of the stuff from legends the fallen Odyssey, sorcerers of tune uh they've touched on it um a bit detail i think it gets fleshed out over time i think high republic series will probably start to reveal more of uh different views and philosophies but uh what's the race in clone wars they're kind of um uh like almost hindu-esque oh you know, Mace and Jar Jar go visit the planet because Jar Jar's old friends yes, with her. I know exactly. They have are. their yes. mystics that you know stuff like that. And, and Jar Jar and Jar Jar's in love with one of them. The the princess or queen queen. That was a queen. terrible episode. Um, I thought of the the whole thing in the whatever it was, but that's just another way of exploring the Force through another was, race because other races don't adhere to Jedi Sith philosophies. They interact with the Force. Like um, who's the 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 planet um, from from Old Republic? The people with the eyes that look like beehives. Oh my god, I forget their name. Uh, and they have the the mystics that can see the future, and the the future yeah, is like it's written just, it's in stone. Just like, it's just like Chiss. The Night Sisters they tap into the yeah. dark side of the Force, but they're not Sith. The Chiss don't understand what the Force is, so they call it Second and Third Sight. Voss, like, everyone, thank you. like everyone, everyone has different ways of like interpreting what the Force is. It's just like religion, you know. It's like everyone has like their own like. There's all these different. <laughs> Originally, the people ha have different outlooks on religion. Originally, the Benioff and Weiss um, trilogy was supposed to be the origins of the Force. Oh, but obviously, they were like, "Well, it's so, know. it's so." Well, we started getting into it at the end of Rebels, um, and they get into it a little bit with like the balance of like you know these like these these cosmic beings, and then we also get into it with in Fallen Order. With the um, Zepho, with the Zepho, so it's like you got the Zepho that are like way before any of this, and then you also have the father, the son, and the daughter, who are the actual like embodiments of the Force. You also have and the Rakata from Old Republic, and Rakata Prime is a canon planet. Mm. So you have them too, um, but. Then it's not something they're gonna roll out all at once. It's something you'll see peppered into both literary and probably mostly yeah. animated well, they, they content. Get, they get into a deep in Clone Wars as well. Like the whole like the trials of Yoda is oh uh, with the with it, the um the for the wills yeah with the wills yeah like that stuff. Dark Yoda like, is terrifying. It gets really come deep, play dude. with me. The Bendu. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, when they get into like when they get into the living force and the cosmic force, like Even the, all yeah, that the, stuff is is really cool. I mean, you could you could say too, yeah, the, all the episodes with the son, the daughter, and the father. Um, if it's if you're going by legends, tracing that back, then you know we've talked about it on the show before. But the mother right. is Abeloth, which is so, the pure embodiment of darkness, right? Yes, it's yeah. one of the only beings that was stronger than Luke in Legends canon, or Legends, not canon. Um. So, but Kevin, how could that be true if Mace Windu has a higher metachlorian count than Luke Skywalker? Look, Mace Same. left because he survived the fall. <laughs> Dude, did you see the theory that Mace is alive? I love it. I love it. And he's just walking around without a hand, just yeah, just yeah. Sick I, of everyone's shit. In my, in my group, like over the weekend, it was like, uh, what if Mace Windu didn't die? Yeah, that's that's fan fiction, and he I love it. He went flying out of a window. 
the whole uh, the whole theory though is that he, he softened his fall with the force. I just love that Abloth was a human. Yeah, uh, I just love that. In any fan fiction or anything that they need to explain away, you can just be like, "Well, they just use the force to, uh, you know, soften the landing." <laughs> he from force healed himself six thousand feet in the. <laughs> yeah, he cast a force heal on himself. No biggie. He has a dyad. Fine. <laughs> His dyad caught him through the force. Yeah, Mace and uh, and Darth Maul are a dyad in the force. <laughs> Go take that back to your forums and see how you get treated. <laughs> Uh, do you think the rest of the season will expand to a larger picture of the galaxy or stay focused on Din and the Child's Journey? Din and the Child's Journey will be this the entire Din's show. This is show. This yeah. is a show about Din Djarin and the Mandalorian. The greater is... conflict in the galaxy plays backseat to his journey. This is why, this is why, like, you can't expect too many characters from Rebels and other Star Wars characters to be in this show because this, at the end of the day, this is the Mandalorian. This is the show about Mandalore, like, and that's why, like, it's great to have like Bo-Katan and like that, like that stuff come in because it's a way to help explain the Mandalorian story. Yep. Um, this show start... is is about Din and the people of Mandalore. Mandalore, yeah. And if you start adding in more characters, like that's why, like, I really hope they stay away from Force users and Sith and 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 Jedi for the most part. Like we're gonna get Ahsoka, so we're not completely away from Jedi. But Ahsoka also plays a huge role in the story in, of Mandalore. In, 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 in yeah, multiple times. So it's like it makes sense. It, it fits. But you start adding in more, and you're watering down the story of Mandalore. You don't know what you're getting now, and then just you lose it. You lose what makes this show special. This show is about a guy, and it's a setting of like this Western movie, and it's just like. What the the formula they have now works, um, so do not like do not expect this just to turn into another Skywalker saga movie. No, you want this to be as different from that as you possibly can, and the fact that they're incorporating the larger story into this is what makes it good. It's not about the larger story; it's about this person's journey through the larger story that is happening in the galaxy at this time. But we're also far removed from the the core worlds and what's happening there as evident at the end of the episode when again i forgot his name but the captain is you know saying you know something going on out here and grief even says you know they rarely come out here yeah the conversation well, was, really, was, he was being he was like being a detective it was it was because he's trying to figure out what the empire's up to out there yeah. i get it yeah his conversation with Kara was very sad when she oh my god oh my god said dude. i lost everyone dude when he goes, I'm like, I'm looking at him and, and oh, I, goes, I'm sitting there. I see you're from man. He says, I see you're from, from Alderaan. Alderaan. And he goes, did you lose anyone? And I, like, when what do you said think that, I was she's like, gonna the planet say? blew up. The planet blew up. Who, like, she, I was like, she lost everything. She lost her home. She lost her world. She probably lost her friends and family. Of course she did. I was yelling at my TV. I was so mad. Hey, Earth blew up. Did anyone make it? You guys good? Earth? Earth people, you good? Yeah, that was silly. What was the metal he left behind on the table? I have not been able to find anything saying what that was. I found speculation, but nothing definitive. Everyone knew that she was going to say everyone. She said a million times she has nobody. Last question, Apoc asked, have you two talked about the Boba Fett limited series news? Uh, we touched on it, uh, episode one, when we were, you know, goading everyone into the that conversation. 
Um, uh, but nothing confirmed. Just like still nothing confirmed on the Lando series. The only other series that I believe is confirmed is Obi Wan. That's it, which starts filming Obi Wan early next and year. the um, who's the uh, guy Cassian Andor. Cassian Andor show. That's the only thing too that we are that we've got final. This show, yes. by the way, gives hey, the more this goes on, the more this gives me hope for the Cassian show. That sure. they continue to tell tell a non force user story with the greater, you know, conflict in the galaxy as a background piece. But for him, it's actually going to be a bit more prevalent because he's going to be a spy, and we get to find out all the quote terrible things he's done for the Republic or the the rebels at that point. It's going to be it's going to be like a Mission Impossible kind of kind of thing. Uh, no, we did not watch the Lego Holiday Special. Ironically, both of us tried to watch it with our children, and our children were not that interested. That was a bad idea. My kid loves. If Mickey's not in it, he doesn't care. Well, we didn't get to the end. We don't know if Mickey's in it. Oh, dude, what if Mickey shows up? Yeah, man. <gasps> they could end up at Disney see... World at the end. We don't know. The only part that I got to see it was the beginning, and it is Ray trying to teach Finn how to become a Jedi. She's like. I know the force is strong with you, Finn. I felt it. And he's like, I don't know how to use this lightsaber. And he's using Ray's yellow lightsaber, which I thought was great. And then she gets frustrated because she knows that he is strong in the force, but he's not getting the hang of the force stuff. And that was it. That's all I got. Yeah. So Also, Lego's not canon chat, so no one start freaking out that that was the beginning of the show. I don't need a bunch what, of what do you means. But what if, Kevin? No, trust me. I've watched the other Lego stuff with Hunter. It's not canon whatsoever. What if this episode? Is what if canon? I told you Ray and uh, Kylo Ren and Yoda are in other Lego Star Wars episodes together? Oh, it's not canon. It's just literally silly fun for the kids. But I really want the the scene with Darth Vader bringing the Emperor present. I want that to be canon. I want it to be canon so badly, Kevin. Sorry, bud. Oh well. You tried to watch it, it was painful. I don't think we're the target audience for that, Skippy. No, I think it's like five-year-olds. <laughs> and if you're hanging out with us at 8.30 at night, you ain't one of them. Yeah, I don't think it was for us. I like watching that stuff with my kids, though, because it's a great entry point for them to enjoy what I enjoy. But to sit there, like, me and Tim aren't going to hang out and buddy up and watch the Lego Star Wars special. Hey, uh, Kevin, together. give me a beer the Lego special's on. You guys going to do a watch party for it? I wish we could. We can't, Disney. I wish we could. Chat, Disney I have please. to run to a meeting. <laughs> yeah, the day doesn't end. I've been going since since 6 a.m. That's going to make Tim laugh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know why. Thank you so much for watching and listening to Star Wars and Scotch. We appreciate you. Um, again, you... <laughs> He's Tim at fb.gg slash darkness429. <laughs> Go check him out every day. I'm Kevin. Everything I do is on raredrop.co. A ton of awesome podcasts for you to check out. Some video content. D&D. Uh, &D. We got three sessions this week. The last Rune 2 one is this week. Uh, and then Thanksgiving. Nothing is happening on the channel Thursday and Friday. So enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday, your life day, uh, which was last week. But we appreciate you. I'm punching it to hyperspace because I got to make this meeting. Chat, you're all <laughs> wonderful. You're all beautiful. Go to kingscoastcoffee.com and make sure you get all of your holiday stuff now before it sells out. You have a great evening, and we will talk to you next week. May the force be with you.
Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save 